Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get into some shout-outs. Abigail Smith sent along a drawing of Randy the Robot. That was awesome, Abigail. I think if you were a character from the stories, you'd be the Bird Witch of Brighton. And you would have magical powers, including being able to control all the birds on the island. Thanks for listening, Abigail. And Riley and Valerie from Massachusetts are big fans. I love your drawings, you two. I think if you were both in the stories, you would be troll hunters, and you'd go around finding evil trolls and using your magic potions to turn them into good humans. Thanks for listening, Riley and Valerie. Today's episode is titled Don't Throw the Baby, Part 3. Aubrey struggled with the rowboat oars as the wild ocean waves slapped against it. He was exhausted, but they were nearly to shore. Aubrey had been on the sea for years, but he had never tried to row such a small boat into the docks before. The sea tossed the little boat side to side, and it was all Aubrey could do to keep it moving forward to the little island. We're not going to make it to the docks, he said to his sisters over the sound of crashing waves. I'm just going to row us into the shore and try to avoid those rocks. But try as he might, the sea had its way, and their little boat went crashing into the rocks. Aubrey grabbed his sisters. Being pirates, they were all good swimmers, but Aubrey was worried about the impact of the boat on the rocks. The powerful waves smashed the boat into the rocks so hard the wooden planks splintered and cracked and tore apart. Aubrey dragged his sisters to safety atop a nearby rock and looked for a way to get to shore. He saw that the impact of the boat into the rocks had also broken the barrel holding Sweetie Bug. The cat with a red cloak was free and leaping from rock to rock easily among the splashing waves. Aubrey watched as the little cat dropped between two big rocks and popped back up holding the diamond cat statue. In all the commotion, Aubrey had lost grip of the statue. Sweetie Bug leaped from rock to rock to rock and was quickly on shore. She looked back at Aubrey and his sisters, still marooned, just in the water. The little cat whispered something to the diamond cat statue, and an otherworldly glow surrounded Sweetie Bug. Even from the rocks out in the water, Aubrey could hear and feel the hum of magic as the power of the statue was activated. The kids all watched in disbelief as Sweetie Bug began to transform. The cat's body twisted and morphed, growing and reshaping, until standing on the shore was no longer a feline, but a human sorceress. Her laughter, loud and cackling, filled the air. <laughs> Finally! True power! Sweetie Bug yelled. Aubrey's initial shock quickly turned to resolve. Come on, we can't let her get away after her, he urged, leading his sisters in a dash towards the jungle. But the three were slow in climbing from rock to rock to get to shore, and by the time they reached the sandy beach, Sweetie Bug was long gone into the jungle. They plunged into the dense foliage, Aubrey frantically tracking Sweetie Bug's footprints. Thea, holding Roz firmly on her hip, followed close behind, her eyes darting around nervously. Stay close, Aubrey whispered, leading them deeper into the jungle. He noticed a thin path leading into the trees, and it was clear that Sweetie Bug was following it ahead of them. The path, barely visible under the thick foliage, wound its way through towering trees and overgrown bushes. Every so often, Aubrey would find a clue a broken branch or a disturbed patch of earth that confirmed they were on the right track. As they pushed through a particularly thick set of bushes, they stumbled upon a clearing that was unlike any part of the jungle they had seen so far. It was eerily quiet, 
and the center of the clearing was occupied by a quaint, somewhat messy cottage, surrounded by various herbs and plants and a small barn. But there was signs of a recent battle. Scorch marks on the ground and parts of the barn were charred and smoking. In the midst of this disarray lay an old witch, her clothes singed and her face etched with pain. She was trying to get up, wincing with every movement. Aubrey, Thea, and Roz exchanged worried glances before cautiously approaching her. Are you okay? Do, do you need help? Aubrey asked. The old witch waved them off with a feeble hand. I'm not as badly hurt as I look, she grumbled, just a bit bruised and embarrassed thanks to that sorceress in a red cloak. Aubrey knelt beside her. A, a sorceress? Did she have a cat statue with her? The witch's eyes sharpened. Yes, that cursed thing. She stole my wand. You used it to attack me and ran off into the forest. That's who we're after, Aubrey said. Which way did she go? She went that way, the old witch said, pointing. But wait, wait, I can give you something to help you if you promise to bring me back my wand. We promise, Aubrey replied without hesitation. She led them into her humble home, which was neat and filled with all sorts of intriguing artifacts and bottles and potions. The witch rummaged through a chest and pulled out a small black stone no larger than a marble. This is a void stone. It can cancel out nearby magical effects. Aubrey leaned in for a closer look, fascinated by the stone's dark, swirling surface. The witch placed it on a short coffee table, and they all gazed at it for a moment. And here, come look, I'll give you some more things to help you, said the witch. Her and Aubrey turned to a shelf with potions and things, and when they turned back around, Aubrey reached for the stone on the short table. But it was gone. Thea, where's the void stone? He asked his sister. Roz ate it, she answered. Aubrey looked at Roz, who just grinned and gurgled like babies do. <coughs> Roz ate it? Why did you let her eat it? We need that, shouted Aubrey. I didn't let her do it. She just did it, said Thea. She just reached out and grabbed it and popped it into her mouth like a jelly bean. Oh, no, what do we do? Aubrey asked in a panic. He reached down and picked up Roz, looking her over. The witch chuckled softly. Oh, no harm done. She'll pass it in a few days. Just keep an eye on her diapers. And the stone will still work while it's inside the baby. Aubrey, though still concerned, couldn't help but smile at the absurdity of the situation. We should go before Sweetiebug gets too far. And before Roz eats anything else. Nodding in agreement, Thea carefully lifted Roz, and together with Aubrey, they thanked the witch and continued their pursuit through the jungle. As they rushed through the jungle to the other side of the island, Thea asked, What are we going to do when we get to Sweetiebug, Aubrey? Well, I don't know exactly, he replied. I figure she's going to the other side of the island to try and steal a boat somewhere on the coast. She's more powerful now, and she's got a wand, but, but we've got a void stone. Or maybe now we should call it a void baby. Anyway, let's just catch up to her. Come on. The three rushed through the jungle, swatting huge palm leaves and tall grasses out of their way until they spilled out onto the sandy beach of the other side of the island. They ran through the sand, and ahead of them, they saw a boat anchored near the beach. People were running away from the boat. Some were even climbing overboard, splashing into the water and swimming to land. 
They were all running into the jungle. There, Sweetie Bug is probably there scaring all those people off the boat. She's going to steal it and get away, said Aubrey. I'm going to climb right up this side of the boat. You two climb up the other side and I'll see you on the deck. They ran to the boat, watching the last of the crew escape into the jungle, running from the evil sorceress. Aubrey splashed out to the boat floating just off the sandy beach. He gripped the wooden planks and climbed up the side of the boat until he thumped down onto the deck. Sweetie Bug was untying ropes and opening up the sails, preparing the boat for sailing on the open water. She spun around when she heard Aubrey fall down on the deck. Well, aren't you a persistent little rat? Sweetie Bug growled. This will be the last ship you infest. Sweetie Bug walked closer to Aubrey, holding out the wand she stole from the old witch. She stopped and stabbed at the air with the wand in Aubrey's direction. Instead of some grand explosion or magical blast, the wand only sparked a bit. Sweetie Bug looked down at her wand, confused. What? What, what, what is this? she asked, thinking something was perhaps wrong with the wand. At that moment, Thea swung a leg over the ship's railing, carrying Roz on her hip. Sweetie Bug turned to Thea, more confused now than ever. Thea shrugged her shoulders and said, Void, baby. And before Sweetie Bug could react, Aubrey leaped out and tackled her, knocking the wand to the deck of the ship. Because her magical powers were blocked by the Void Stone in Roz's belly, she was no match for Aubrey. In a couple minutes, he had Sweetie Bug safely tied up with ropes. What do we do now? Thea asked. Well, we'll just wait here said Aubrey. We should keep the Void Baby close to Sweetie Bug so she can't try anything funny to escape. I'm sure we won't need to wait long. And they didn't. The crew of the ship that Sweetie tried to steal rushed to town to tell the authorities. And about that same time, Captain Opalbeard and all the good and bad pirates finally swam back to the island. Captain Gruber and his men, after their swim through open water, were too exhausted to continue the fight. They were easily captured. The old witch went to the town for help as well. She led Captain Opalbeard and all the other good pirates to the other side of the island, and soon they were all removing Sweetiebug from the ship that she had tried to steal. Aubrey returned the wand to the old witch, and as she walked off back into the jungle, he asked, Oh, hey, do you want your void stone back? You mean after that baby poops it out? Huh, no thanks, it's all yours, said the witch and she turned and walked away. Captain Opalbeard heard this exchange and commented, It sounds like you've got quite a story to tell. Aubrey, Thea, and Roz just smiled. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and things to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios. <laughs>